The Gospel reading for this morning comes from Matthew's Gospel, beginning in the first chapter at the 18th verse. It is written, The birth of Jesus took place like this. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. Before they came to the marriage bed, Joseph discovered she was pregnant. It was by the Holy Spirit, but he didn't know that. Joseph, chagrined but noble, determined to take care of things quietly so that Mary would not be disgraced. While he was trying to figure a way out, he had a dream. And God's angel spoke in the dream. Joseph, son of David, don't hesitate to get married. Mary's pregnancy is spirit-conceived. God's Holy Spirit has made her pregnant. She will bring a son to birth, and when she does, you, Joseph, will name him Jesus, God saves, because he will save his people from their sins. And this would bring the prophet's embryonic sermon to full term. Watch for this. A virgin will get pregnant and bear a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, Hebrew, for God is with us. And then Joseph woke up. He did exactly what God's angel commanded in the dream. He married Mary, but he did not consummate the marriage until she had the baby, and he named the baby Jesus. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Would you pray with me, please? O God of waiting and expectation, help us to welcome you with joy as we look at the world with new eyes and open hearts, unafraid to break any rule, but the rule of loving you and all that you have made. Open our ears, our hearts, our minds to your word for us this day. Amen. It was but a few days before Christmas, and a woman woke up one morning and told her husband, I just dreamed that you gave me a diamond necklace for Christmas. What do you think this dream means? <laughs> oh, her husband replied, you'll know the day after tomorrow. The next morning, she turned to her husband again and said the same thing, you know, I just dreamed that you gave me a diamond necklace for Christmas. What do you think this dream means? And her husband said, you'll know tomorrow. On the third morning, the woman woke up and smiled at her husband. I just dreamed again that you gave me a diamond necklace for Christmas. What do you think this dream means? And he smiled and said, you'll know tonight. And that evening, the man came home with a small package and presented it to his wife, and she was delighted. She opened it gently, and when she did, she found a book. And the book's title was, The Meaning of Dreams. <laughs>
You know, this morning we find ourselves well along on our Advent journey together. It's the fourth week to be exact. And we hear Matthew's description of the birth of Jesus and we instinctively know that the story is a profound illustration of our Advent word for the day, love. But before we rush right in, I have to ask you this morning, what have you been dreaming about lately? Because today's gospel story is really about a dream. The fourth Sunday of Advent is about a dream. The dream of Joseph, not Mary's dream, but Joseph's dream. In Matthew's gospel, the angel appears to Joseph, not Mary. And he dreamed something wonderful, astounding, really, that God would enter the world. And the child that Mary was carrying would save the people from their sins. You see, Joseph dreamed of salvation. But in order for it to come about, Joseph would need to trust someone else. Joseph needed to trust God, to trust his dream, and to ultimately trust Mary. The way of salvation for Joseph meant trusting someone else. This idea of God's, this gift of life, new life, baby life, seems to me the work of a master craftsperson. This, you see, is really a gentle fixing. I think it's a fixing that's very familiar to those who tinker about fine-tuning electrical instruments or finished sanding furniture. It is the stuff of patience and wonder, of commitment and love, of skill and a knowing touch. It is the kind of tinkering that can happen right before our very eyes, when before you know it, it is finished completed in a masterful and beautiful way. It's a slow magic, a comfortable feeling that grows on you, that grows in you, like the image of home, growing families, new babies, smells of fresh baked pies or bread, the crackle of a fire in the fireplace, the joy of reunions, family dinners, and homemade gifts. It is the natural order of things to tinker a bit here and there, to run your hand over it and listen. Just listen. In a Peanuts cartoon, Linus tells Charlie Brown, you know, when I hear those coyotes howling at night, it totally depresses me. I start to feel lonely and then I get scared. And Charlie Brown says, well, I thought holding on to that blanket made you feel secure. And Linus replies, oh, I think the warranty has run out. <laughs> you know, folks, the world of Mary and Joseph was a scary place. People cried for help. They had held on to the promise of God to save them for a long, long time. 
They dreamt of diamond necklaces and had read the book on how to interpret these types of dreams. But the hope of the world slips to earth and very few people really even notice. The world is oblivious. And why would it take notice? You know, babies were born all the time, especially to peasants. No one recognizes that incredible peace and joy and hope and love is born. But it is into the darkness of a deep night that a light has shined. It's a simple glowing hope in the middle of much darkness, in the potential of a baby, God reached down to fix God's creation. It is at its heart a joyful time, a homecoming, a restoration of fortunes. But I think we must remain open to what that means. To those of us who are too impatient to tinker, who find no joy in running our hands over it to smooth it out, who are too busy to listen for sounds or to take in the sights or to smell the smells, we might just miss our fortunes being restored even when it happens right there in front of us. So today we speak of a dream. There is a voice that turns up in the proper direction, urges us to take the right road and the righteous road when questions arise or confusion sets in. Do I marry this person? Do I take this job? Should I move my family? Some call this an inner voice, but I believe in its truest form. It is an outer voice. It's a voice that comes from outside of us. For Joseph, it was the voice of an angel that he heard in his dreams. It was the voice of Mary and the cry of an infant and the pounding of a hammer in a carpentry shop. And through all, through all of these voices that echoed with love, God spoke Joseph into a love that he couldn't possibly ever have imagined on the very best day of his life. For you see, folks, very soon, very soon, right before our very eyes, dressed much like we are now, in this same human stuff, God walks among us, running hands over smooth surfaces, sanding out rough edges, fine-tuning hearts that were broken, and loving all, all of humanity into new, abundant life. So keep watch. And just you wait. Amen.